Okay, okay, we're going to get to the podcast in just one minute. But imagine I gave you the opportunity to invest in Microsoft, in Apple, in Tesla at its infancy. And now you made all this profit and it would be unbelievable. You'd be so thankful and so grateful. I believe that that day is today for Torch. Because for the next 36 hours, every donation you contribute at givetorch.net is doubled by our generous matchers, and you can come in at the ground floor. Yes, last year, over 1 million people enjoyed our podcasts. You as well, I hope. And I believe we can get to 10 million this year, but we need your help. It's only one day a year that we ask. We need your contribution. We need your partnership. We love your partnership and your friendship. Please contribute at givetorch.net, givetorch.net. Every dollar is matched. I apologize for taking your time. Thank you so much in advance for your support. Enjoy this episode. You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We're way number 37. Way number 37 is Velo Megis Libobetamudo. Don't, the first, Gasurach is someone who's like arrogant of nature, but it's talking here about a number of different things. Number one is if you merited to learn a lot of Torah, don't become arrogant. Don't be all haughty about what you've accomplished in your Torah study. Number one. Number two is that don't be complacent either. Don't become bored from the Torah that you study. They say that the greatest Torah sages of our generation weren't gifted from the womb. They weren't forever righteous. Or Moshe Feinstein didn't wake up one morning and know all of Talmud inside out. He worked very, 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 very hard on learning the Torah, on reviewing it and reviewing it again. My rabbi, may he live and be well, Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz, was once in a car ride with someone. And the person said, you know, it's not fair. Because you know everything, and you just remember everything. He said back to him, that's not fair. I spend hours and hours every day reviewing, and that's why I know it. I don't just remember it. And in Torah, we can never be complacent with how much Torah we know. There's always a need and requirement. It doesn't say, well, if you know the whole Torah, you don't need to learn more. No, no, no. You should study the Torah. This is in the beginning of Joshua. You should study Torah all day and night. It shouldn't be like, oh, I know enough Torah. Now I'm good to go. Our sages teach us also that a metaphor to Jewish life is the metaphor of the ramp in the temple, the ramp that led to the altar. The ramp that led to the altar, why wasn't it a staircase? Staircase would be much simpler, much easier. Instead, you have a ramp. Specific, and it was prominently displayed in the temple. To teach you, on a staircase, you can stagnate. On a ramp, you can't. You're either going up or you're going down. Another thing we learn is that a staircase is pre-engineered growth. While a ramp, each one grows, takes a step according to their ability. A step from one to the next, is whatever the engineer decided. So whether you're a child or a senior citizen or a young uh, teenager, you have to take the same size step. Someone 
who goes up a ramp can take their own size step. They can take a bigger step. They can take a, a smaller step. And that's what we learn about Jewish growth. In Judaism, you take your own size step, but also you can never stagnate. One of my favorite things I, sh- I share many times is that in Torch, we believe that there are two types of Jews. There are growing Jews and stagnant Jews. And in every label of Judaism, whether you reform, orthodox, conservative, reconstructionist, you can find people who are growing and you can also find people who are stagnant. And our goal is to find, is to be ourselves growing Jews at all times. When someone goes rock climbing, the most important thing is the next peg that you're putting in. Don't put it in too far. You put it in that peg too far from you, you'll fall all the way down. So take one small peg, one small step, one small step, but you can't stop. Just like the pulse that we have, the pulse of a human being, whether your pulse is a rapid pulse, tachycardic or your bradycardic, um, when, and it's a slow pulse, you got to have a pulse at every moment. So too, the study of Torah, we should always have constant growth, constant taking another step. What's my next step? What's my next step? And there's no vacation from our personal growth. Be busy doing something always. Don't take life for granted. Life doesn't last forever. We mentioned in a previous podcast that time is not money. Time is life. Time is life. People think money is the most valuable thing. It's not true. Life is the most valuable thing. And a person needs to utilize, we all need to utilize every moment we have and maximize life. Don't give up on yourself. Keep trying and you'll make it. The Talmud tells us that the, the way in which a person desires to go, they will be guided there. The heavens will guide you. They'll open up the doors for you and suddenly you'll be there. You try to put forward an effort. Yes, it's important. But never give up on yourself because if you really desire something, you'll get it. Don't be duped by the next product that says new and improved. New design, same great ingredient, right? In Judaism, we always need to improve and excel and take some, take a step forward, get out of our comfort zone. The incredible thing about our yearly cycle in Judaism is that every year we have a Rosh Hashanah, we have a Yom Kippur, we have a Sukkot and a Simchas Torah and a Hanukkah and a Tu B'Shvat and a Purim and a Pesach and a Shavuot and a Lagba Omer and all the fast days. Every year we have it. But you know what? Every year, are we the same person? No, we're not the same person. So every year we need to learn it again. And we every year it needs to be on a higher level. Challenge ourselves. You know what? I'm not going to look at my notes of last year. I'm going to create new notes this year. Challenge yourself to be a new and improved every year. Utilize Pesach. This Pesach, I'm not going to say over the same things I said last year, Pesach. I'm going to learn it with a fresh perspective. You know why? Because I'm different. I've grown this year. Now the Torah that I learn and teach should be should be uh, on a higher level as well. You say you know it, but learn it again. And you'll see how much there is yet to discover. I've mentioned this previously, that... There are times that I learn something and I, I feel like I know this inside out. I know every source. 
I know every idea in this concept, in the, of this, even in these 48 ways. And suddenly, I hear a lecture from a rabbi. I, I learn a Ramban. I learn a, from someplace else. And I'm like, oh my goodness. How, co- how come I never even thought of that? <laughs> it opens up an entire new avenue of thinking where I feel like I was sleeping till now. The more we learn, the more we review, the more our, our depth of knowledge will grow and our clarity will grow from it as well. Uh, the Talmud says that someone who learned something a hundred times versus someone who learned something a hundred and one times is two different, two different things. You learn it a hundred and one times, you have know it much better than you did when you knew it a hundred times. So our sages, I'll tell you a quick story about Moshe Feinstein. He uh, once called his nephew, Reb Michal Feinstein, and he told him he gets a Mazel Tov. He says, what are you talking about? You get a Mazel Tov. He said, I get a Mazel Tov. I finished the Talmud four times. He said, you finished the Talmud four times? What are you talking about? He says, a few years ago, 15 years ago, so you called me and you told me that you finished the Talmud 101 times. He says, yeah, it's my fourth time finishing it 101 times. Our sages knew and know the Torah inside out. Yet Rav Chaim Konievsky passed away on Purim this year. He had a schedule, a rigorous schedule, a daily schedule of what he learned. He'd wake up at the crack of dawn and he would study 10 chapters of Rambam, 10 pages of Talmud, 10, I mean, the, the, the unbelievable, and he was always sitting and learning. He was never, you, you can't find a single picture with him, not with his, with a, a, a Talmud open in front of him, a Midrash, a Yerushalmi. Someone once walked over to him and said, gave him a quote. He wanted to know, is there any place in the Torah where it says this and that? So he says, one second, it's not in the Torah, it's not in the prophets, not in the writing, it's not in the Babylonian Talmud, it's not in the Jerusalem Talmud. Oh, there's a Medrash that says that. You understand? He went through everything that he was learning. He can tell you, the great sages, the way you know the way they used to test their students, they used to learn the entire Talmud. They would review it and review it and review it and review it. They knew it so well that the questions weren't like, what's his opinion? What's that? They would ask them to the degree, how many times is Rebbe Kiva's name mentioned in this entire Masechta, in this entire tractate? My uncle is a very brilliant man and my my brother-in-law's Right when I got married to my to my wife, I told them that my uncle has what's called needlepoint knowledge of the Torah. And you know what needlepoint is? Is you take a book of the Talmud and you point like this on page seventy-two on Ayin Bay's Ahmed Aleph on the first. What does it say? So we pulled out said, and he can tell you. So we pulled out a Talmud. We said, oh, tractate. Uh, Menachot. He says, okay, you gave me the answer. You already told me what tract it. What you could do is, you just open up the book, read one line of the Talmud, and tell him, where is it? I, I tested him. I did this. And he can tell you, I'll tell you, oh, that line is brought three times. It's brought in tract it, this and this on this line. It's brought in tract it, this and this and this line. And this, Exactly. Why? It's because Torah is not just an accessory item. It's not a subject that we just learn. It's life. It's life. Ki heim chayenu yamenu. And that's the goal, is to not only to learn it, but to live it, and for it to be our everyday guide to how to live life.
In order to be great, we must wake up from complacency. Don't be complacent is the bottom line. When it comes to Torah knowledge, when it comes to, to, to Judaism, does anybody who loves sports ever be complacent? I don't need to watch any more games of, of baseball. I, I've watched enough games. No such thing. Someone who loves baseball wants to watch another game, wants to watch another football game, another basketball game. Ah, it's a World Series. I don't need to watch it. I've seen enough. No. Because it's someone who's desire someone whose desire is to learn that it to be to be inspired so to speak by it is never never satiated our desire for torah should be no different if you don't think life is fantastic try missing one day i actually saw a quote from me in someone else's status i don't know if he took it from me but i said god is the biggest believer in you the fact that you're around today is the sign that God believes in you. Every morning we say, Rabba God's faith in us is so great that he gives us another opportunity. He gives us another chance. He says, I believe, Dr. Rosenstock, I believe in you so much, I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to give you another day because I know you can produce great things. Try missing one day. Life is fantastic. If you have proper kavana, proper intention when we recite a blessing you will never be complacent the power of one the blessing is so reviving is so exhilarating so my dear friends that concludes way number 37 don't be complacent don't be bored with your learning don't be arrogant either with what you know it's time to open it up again learn the same Talmud again and never stop growing from your learning. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.